After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got a trade in the NBA today. We've been waiting. We've heard the buzz for months and months, and I think we all got sick of talking about it. Dame Lillard has finally been moved, but it's not to South Beach. It's not to the warm waters of South Beach. It's to the brisk cold of Milwaukee. (laughs) Dame Lillard getting paired with Giannis in Milwaukee, a three-team deal that has a lot of pieces involved. And it's pretty crazy that it happened in this fashion. I think so many people thought, all right, Dame was going to get what he wanted and go to Miami. It did not happen. Let's go over the details of this trade. <sighs> Milwaukee lands Dame Lillard. Okay. Portland in the deal gets Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton from Phoenix. They also get Tamani Kamara. They get a 2029 unprotected pick, pick swaps in 28 and 30. Meanwhile, Phoenix involved in this. Remember, they gave up Aiton in this deal. They land Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So, a lot of players involved, a lot of different pieces, and there's a ton of storylines here, right? From Portland moving on from a guy who has been with their franchise the the entire time. He was drafted by Portland. The best Blazers player in history has been moved today. Yep. That's a huge headline. Uh Uh-huh. The fact that now he's going to Milwaukee and paired with Giannis, another massive headline. Caesar Sportsbook has him listed as the favorites to win the NBA championship at this hour. Life comes at you fast. And then you've got the makeover of all makeovers, the Phoenix Suns. It's like (laughs) KD, Booker, and uh, Beal, and a whole bunch of new people and a new coaching staff. Oh, my God. Uh, So where do we start with this one? Where do you want to start? <laughs> um, I think it's appropriate to start with just the over before we get into like the uh the the teams and the rosters and all that. Yeah. Let's start with the the overhead thing of um just Dame Lillard yeah. being traded before the season starts, before training camp starts. I was talking to you a little bit about this before we came on, and I was like, and there's a few ways to go about this. Sure. I was like, good job, Blazers getting something done so that that 
dark cloud is not over you when you're in training camp, all these questions. The distractions. The distract. Yeah, yeah. All the is things, he gonna play? Is he gonna show all up? All of those things. Plus, also just like these some of these young players, Scoot Henderson on this squad, like who are we playing with? Who are we not playing with? I want to get our team to go go in again. I don't care if people don't have us doing big things in the Western Conference. I want to get this team together and started and going. And now they get to do that. So I'm happy about that. I'm also happy about that Dame Lillard is going to be playing basketball. For yeah. Pretty sure he's going to be healthy and playing basketball. And not just sitting out or yes. Portland going, hey, we're not going to play you until yes. we trade you. Avoiding that's great. I think the Dame time in Portland, what an epic run he had there. But ultimately, I think the main reason he wanted out is he never felt like they could build a true winner around him. And it was a legit beef. It was unfortunate that they waited so long to move on from him. I know it's not easy to move your franchise guy. And no. you want, you want especially a guy like Dame, who is the ultimate teammate, competitor, such a good guy. You want him a part of your organization. When he asked to be moved and then everything was pointing toward Miami, I'm like, I was worried that Portland was going to buckle and just trade him, take the first deal. Uh huh. They waited and they were patient with it. Now, I think when you look at the package they received back, especially considering the reports out there that they're not planning to keep Drew Holiday on an expiring deal, uh huh. they get DeAndre Ayton. Um, and, and the picks in the future could be intriguing, right? By 2029... That could end up being a great pick for Absolutely. them for Milwaukee, right? The yes. pick swaps too. You never know what's going to happen down the road. Dame Lillard is 33 years old. Giannis getting older, all that stuff. It could be a transitional time for the Bucks at that point. So draft compensation, okay. From a player perspective, you get DeAndre Ayton back. And he's just one of those frustrating guys. Remember, he was the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, every time I watch him, I'm like, he's just a grump. Like, he, he, he didn't vibe with Monty Williams. It was clear that he got frustrated a lot with his role. But if you're Portland, you're going, hey, we've got Shaden Sharp. We drafted Scoot Henderson. Let's have a 25-year-old big in a new environment. And maybe we can highlight him in a different way. Let's take a shot on someone like him. And that's what it is. You're going back in time with, with age, right? You're trying to grab a piece that you believe you could do something with that maybe another yeah. organization couldn't do something with now again this is another player who had had health issues throughout his career last season 67 games the season before 58 games so you go down the line you see the amount of games he's playing i mean it's still more than what dame was starting to play sure. toward the end so great maybe an upgrade there but at the same time i think that's what you're kind of banking on deuce is that you're sticking this younger big that has potential you see those flashes those moments when he's not you're a, taking a chance on it. if you're moving on from your franchise piece you hope that you get something that you can a young piece that you feel like entering his prime can give you something yeah i mean he's athletic he's all those things it's exactly what you just said though it's just mentally yeah. What are you going to be about? Are you going to be about the game? Are you going to pout? What What's your vibe? Now, we obviously don't know all the things that were going on behind the scenes, but I know at the end of that one season, when we heard that Monty Williams hadn't even talked to him before the season sure. had started, it was like, in our opinion, Monty Williams is one of the nicest 
people we always hear about from behind the scenes, right? Even as a coach, you just hear what a good person he is. So it was hard to blame him. That's why it automatically went to DeAndre Ayton throughout this time. And yeah, I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm excited for him to have, um, and just be be with the new organization. It's gonna lose a lot, probably, and be grumpy. But hey, well, let's. Well, I want to go back to Portland a second. Uh-huh. We're, we'll bounce around a ton on this. Yeah, hell yeah. From bounce. Milwaukee's perspective, look, man, Drew Holiday. They won a championship with. You know what Drew brings, especially defensively. Mm. You you swapped out Drew Holiday at thirty three for Dame Lillard at thirty three. Dame Morgan. We know what he does offensively. There's definitely a step down defensively for Milwaukee, but here's the thing. I think they can get away with not having a lockdown guy like Drew Holiday because Dame is so explosive offensively. And that back line, when you've got Giannis and Lopez back there, yeah, you feel a little more comfortable with it. I, I think they they... Milwaukee was in a spot too, similar to Portland, right? Giannis is homegrown guy, and he started to pull the Dame. He went from the the Dame playbook a little bit. Yeah, started to speak up a little bit. Went from the star playbook, right? The NBA star. Yeah, playbook. but I'm just thinking about Giannis being in this, and, and Giannis has won a championship, but it's clear he's like challenging his organization to be like, hey, we're not just. Winning. I'm not here just to win a championship. Like if I'm going to sign an extension here, you guys have to be aggressive in getting legitimate talent that's out there so we can win. Or I may have to look elsewhere. Yeah. And he put some pressure on. I'm cool with that. And that pressure obviously worked because they made a significant change. They have a new coaching staff. Uh Then you swap in Dame Lillard. Those two guys have wanted to play with each other. There's definitely been comments from those two over the years about their their desire to, you know, play with each other at some point. It's hard to look at this and not like it from Milwaukee's perspective. What I liked about the way that Giannis mostly went about like everyone not you don't have to but you should accept the new day and age in the NBA right like players um aren't most likely the majority of players are not going to be sticking around with the same organization sure. their entire career that's just not how it goes anymore whatever um but the way that Giannis went about this he was very honest and transparent when asked about it right and i thought like he had his verbiage down like uh, it was very it was very cordial. It felt very much like I'm putting the pressure on because I can and I want more. And if I sit back and stay quiet, I'm going to end up like Dame or I'm going to end up like so, you know, whoever. Well, and Look, teams have expectations of players mm-hmm. and coaches. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with the guy like one of the greats of our game an MVP, a champion going no like i want to win more so let's let's figure this out i'm like, aging looking at the the situation going all right dame is available this guy is can score with the best of them mm-hmm. over 30 points a game what he's going to do for their spacing to open things up offensively mm. that's going to be pretty nasty i mean i think that's the one rap with drew holiday is you couldn't always trust the shooting you know what he's going to bring defensively but the shooting could come and go i like drew holiday a lot I as a love- player but in, in- we're, we're talking about Okay, how how do you extend the window and make Giannis happy? Well, this was it. So today, they checked that box. They made Giannis happy. They acquired Dame Lillard. And now, they're back in the championship conversation again, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, no, and they are. And I think some people might be, go. you know, what's Dame Lillard going to look like? It's not like... 
it's not like you haven't seen him in two years. You know, you know he's still capable of playing basketball at a high level. The only issue is, can he stay healthy? Yeah, how yeah, many yeah. how many times are we asking that question with so many stars in this league, especially as they continue to age? But his window, just like you said, it's it's running like that championship window is running out. Your career yeah. window is like running out. You got to make sure that you are capitalizing on these moments, being in the best shape of your life. Um, when you have one of the best players in the league around you. So, yeah, all in all, it puts them on a different level. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but shit, I'm excited just to watch this team. Well, and <laughs> when you when you look at the, the contract situation this year, sorry, I thought our thing went out again, our audio. Did you hear that too? Yeah, but I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it was funny. Um, Drew Holiday had an option for next year, so he's probably going to opt out for a long-term deal. Well, Dame is under contract this season, the season after that, the season after that, and then he's got a player option in 26-27. So he's under contract. Like, that, you you have him locked up. Um, that go, player option? Yeah, for $63 million. Holy. It's insane. <laughs> so now you're in a situation. They, they also picked up Malik Beasley over the offseason. So, you know, you've got that projected lineup of – Dame, Malik Beasley, Middleton, Giannis, and Lopez. They brought Middleton and Lopez back. Middleton showed some flashes late in the year, like, okay, maybe he's he's feeling better. He's feeling healthy again. Um, I think that's just the big question is what can Middleton bring to that squad if he is truly healthy this year? There, I mean, it's it's an older team, but like you're trying to win a championship. They put went all in on this group. They think this is what it is. It's going to it's going to be enough in the East to get it done. I like their squad. I mean, Giannis and Dame is a pretty potent duo. Yeah, I think that right there. And then again, when healthy, Chris Middleton is um, just another guy that you're like yeah. those flashes that he shows. It's there's moments when you're like, is he one of the best players in the NBA? And then just can't stay on the floor at times. And um, has slowed down because of some of the injuries, but hopefully like he's seen a lot of health and can make this team exciting again. Um, really glad that uh, Dame uh, went away from the Western Conference too. Just yes. from a selfish standpoint. Yes. Like, yes. Did the Suns get better today though? I mean, when you look at what the what they gave up, they gave up DeAndre Ayton. We mm -hmm. just talked about a little grumpy, looks like he pouts a lot, not totally... He, I don't want to like totally put that narrative on him too much. I, we're not putting a narrative on him. We all witnessed this. This is not we like did, something but new. Like, I, that yeah. doesn't diminish his talent. Like, okay, you can acknowledge the guy's a little grumpy out there. I mean, we saw it. It's not this I is know. speculation. We've I seen know. it. And then didn't look great against Jokic in the playoffs. Yeah, although who looks great against Jokic in the playoffs? So they trade. They move on from Aiton. Uh huh. They get Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. So they pretty much trade their starting center for depth, and then they put Nurkic at the five spot, rejoining his old teammate. Yeah, let me double check that. I I'm trying to remember the the Suns depth chart because they they added to the squad. Yeah, Drew Eubanks, who Nurkic knows from Portland, is okay. there. They also have Bull Bull on their roster as a big and Chemeze Metu. So they had, they have a lot of new pieces. You think about just from last year. You've got Beals new, Nurkic, uh -huh. Eubanks, Watanabe, Bates Giop, Eric Gordon, Saban Lee, 
Bol Bol, Chimezi Metu, Udoka Azabuki. I mean, that's just 10 players right there that are new. 11 Jordan Goodwin. They have 11 new players and a new coaching staff. And the one thing they still don't have uh-huh. is a point guard. <laughs> I mean, Bradley Beal. Well, Bradley gonna, Beal will be, but okay. yeah. Is he a point guard? Yeah. Right? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I know he can handle the ball. Is he a point guard? So that's, that's why I look for the Suns. Uh, it's when I look at their roster, I it's one of those rosters where I might talk shit about it right now and then it ends up just it ends up working, right? Again, depending on health. And if you think about Frank Vogel and this coaching staff, what is he getting out of not only these star players, but making sure to utilize your role yeah. players in the correct way? I don't know. I always go, how can you do that? in one season but again just flashback going back to even mike brown in sacramento seeing what he did in one season like it's doable and then if you have those elite players in the league and they stay healthy you can only imagine what they can accomplish uh but yeah i they're they're just to me like the suns sometimes i laugh about them and sometimes i'm like shit they're gonna be scary well they they have the offensive firepower and I know the health thing that gets brought up all the time. People's pushback would be like, well, you could say that about any team. No, but there, there's obviously a history with KD and the injury history, his age, Beal, the same thing. But yeah, if those guys are right, they're going to be really difficult to defend during the regular season. Yeah. And we'll see how that thing develops too. It's just a lot of new pieces to fit in the fold. It really is. When you're talking about 10, 11 new guys, new coaching staff. Yeah. In an adjustment period for Beal a little bit. That's I mean, what I was going to say. It's going to be how, an adjustment. How and, is he going to adjust to make sure that yeah. Devin Booker is getting his? And when I say Devin Booker is getting his, because yeah. Devin Booker is that good and should be getting his. Like, you want the ball in his hands. You want the ball in Katie's hands. Not to say that you don't want it in Bradley Beal's hands, but can he be more a facilitator? Can he change his role? Wait, I just named off all those guys. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think that number may be higher. And I don't know how many of these guys are on guaranteed deals. Mm. But I wasn't even including Grayson Allen, Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson on that. So, you know, they've got a stacked team going into training camp of a lot of depth, you know, and they got they got to figure out who kind of plays a role. I I was reading the chat on YouTube. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this special live stream. Someone was mentioning that they believe Eric Gordon was a sneaky good pickup for the Suns. I agree with you. Eric Gordon's a great pickup. Another guy who doesn't always stay healthy, but He's in a different role in the phase of his career. Him coming off your bench. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's dangerous. Watanabe was a nice pickup for them, too. Um, it's an intriguing, obviously an intriguing. They're going to win a lot of regular season games. Yeah. Absolutely. But they also made these moves to win a championship. And now it's like, all right, can this team win a championship? I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, very so interesting there. Um, it's funny because I don't think talking about them today and talking about them losing DeAndre Ayton no one's like, oh, that's a what they didn't they didn't really fill that position. You know, we were just kind of talking about some of those players, some of those bigs on that squad. But you just when talking about this Phoenix Suns team, you talk about Katie and Booker. Yeah, I think they look at it now where it's like, all right, with the combination of Nurkic, Eubanks, Metu. Bull Bull, I know, is a name everyone falls in love with because uh-huh. he does some fun things on the floor every once in a while. I don't think they're counting on Bull Bull to be like a huge part of the rotation. But like Metu had some nice moments with Sacramento last year. He did. You know, coming off the bench and he was their backup center at times. And when he plays in control, it looks good. Nurkic is obviously starting the NBA. You know, 
I'm not a huge fan of his game. I, I think especially defensively, there are going to be some issues. But is a slight downgrade from Aiton worth getting more depth? And I think that's kind of what the Suns weighed there. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> more These depth. trades are crazy, man. It's it's really insane. Then you, you get into the next layer of this trade where Woj is reporting that Portland is looking to move on from Drew Holiday. You go, who would like Drew Holiday? One... Do you think Miami's picking up the phone and calling Portland going, I know we couldn't get Dane, but can we offer you some sort of package to get Drew Holiday? Because Drew Holiday would be a great fit for the he Miami. He would be a fantastic You also fit. have something on your face that's bugging me. What the f- That- I had to get it off your face. Oh, you know what? I think you have something on your face. <laughs> it, I was being nice. I know. How do you want it? me to get off your face? What's w- a right well, approach? Here's the approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have just been like, yo, on your right cheek- there's like a fluff ball or something weird. <sighs> Can you go like this? Instead, you <laughs> you uh, went for a full blown uh, like physical attack. No, yeah, I we think all people, witnessed it. People right? in the chat would be like, "Dude, that was nice." She should say, "Thank you, dudes." You're right. Thank you very much. Drew Holiday. Um, he makes a lot of money, right? He makes a lot of money. He makes thirty six point eight million this year, okay. and has an option for thirty nine next year. I imagine he'll try to get a long-term deal. You start thinking about possible uh, destinations for Drew Holiday. Miami comes up. I mean, I think any team that's looking to win <laughs> would like Drew Holiday on the yeah. team. Yeah. How could you not? I, again, we talk about what, obviously, he can do defensively. And I think sometimes when we do talk about his defense, people... He hasn't had to offer so much on offense because of the offensive weapons that he was playing with and the moments that he did step up i mean i might have even been against the sacramento kings last year well i mean he averaged 19.3 points yeah, a game 7.4 assists five rebounds last year as an all-star and of course is one of the best defenders he in the started league. that's my point i was saying but he started crushing it offensively even when he didn't have to be that offensive weapon and i remember it was during a game like against sacramento kings or whoever it was it was like wow Giannis is only doing this but if drew holiday is getting 20 points on you you know that's not a good night but then that started becoming closer to his average that started becoming more of his identity his game um and he's getting older and he's getting better on that end of the floor. So, yeah, I can only imagine that there's a lot of teams picking up that phone and calling for him. Miami, as I mentioned, I know I've heard already from people in the chat in on our Discord like, hey, man, what about the Kings? A Fox holiday backcourt would look nice. I think the problem, and I, I'm with you, I love that idea. How do you get that deal done? Because Without of- getting rid of pieces. I mean, yeah, but it's also matching salaries, right? You know, you don't have a lot of big time salaries you could could move to match up with that thirty eight million dollars that Holiday is making next year. I mean, you start going in your head, you're like, all right, oh, throw a herder in there. All right, that's fifteen point six. Yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, Davion. Okay, that, that's five. That gets you up to twenty. All right, we're still about eighteen short here. You know, so that's. <laughs> I don't know what that would actually look like if you were Sacramento in that situation. But, yeah, Drew Holiday's a stud. And I I think he could really put some teams over, especially when you think about Sacramento with their needs. A guy who has been not only one of the best defenders, but, like, no, he's NBA all-defensive first team multiple times. He's a lockdown guy. I love his game. And someone's going to get him, and it's going to irritate me. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, someone's going to get him, and it is definitely going to be irritating. Um, but if do you think that's going to happen like quick? Yeah, you know that's. Or do you think Portland's going to start the season with him on the roster? Mm. And if he does, good. The reason why I'm like that's great for Portland with some of those young guys like a Scoot Henderson. It would be I, great for them. Yeah, it would be great for them. Yeah, and not to say that he hasn't already had so much. Uh, you know, so many mentors along his journey, but to have someone there every single day that's on the floor with you as a teammate that's been through it, championship experience, it's great. Yeah, and if that's something, I don't think they have to be rushed into that. You know? Okay, okay. You could start the year, and when you mention that team, yeah, just on paper, kind of, they got a lot of young guys, right? But if you had Drew Holiday... Scoot Henderson. Remember, Shaden Sharp is there. Mm -hmm. They re-signed oh. Jeremy Grant and DeAndre Ayton. It's kind of a, they're not going to be great, but it's a. It goes to what we've been talking about for a long time in the NBA. It's like every team's good. Like, and when I say good, there's just no shit teams, mm -hmm. right? Every team has legit talent, and that team would win some games. Yeah, it's it's funny. Even, Simons as well. I was just yeah, about to say shit. Anthony Simons and even Matisse Thybul. If you yeah. just look at some of their depth and. Um, it's a team yeah. that I expected more out of even last season. And I remember before the season, I was I was talking about Portland and what they could be. And then they kicked some ass in the preseason. And then after that, it just went downhill. And then obviously you see everything that was going on behind the scenes. But we've watched Scoot Henderson close over his young, younger days, yeah. I guess, you know, with G League Ignite and everything. And I just feel like he's going to be one of those players and be ready be right there, right away, right? And you have some of these other vet pieces, solid pieces around him. I mean, why can't Portland um, make a little name for themselves? Again, every team in the NBA is pretty damn good. How about the Miami angle of this? I, I felt like you read social media and the Miami Heat felt like they were going to get Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. It wasn't if, it was when. It was, it's going to happen. Even the, the people who covered it, their fans, they're walking around like, Dame time! Oh, Dame, Jimmy, and Bam, look out! Well, not only do they not get Dame, uh -huh. they lost Gabe Vincent, right? Oh, yeah. That's a tough blow for them. It is. They're in a tough spot, man. They they really are with Struess. Remember, Max Struess signed with the Cleveland Cavs. So now you've got... Hero, who's been in trade rumors like all offseason, okay? They brought back Josh Richardson. They've got Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Bam Adebayo. They they signed Thomas Robinson. Huh. It's not great. And no. I, I know they got there, but no one, no one's looking at Miami going, oh, I think they can get back to the championship level. But look at them, but look at them last year. Nobody was talking about them. I, and, sure. But yes, but do, yes. Do, but do you think that was that a fluke? Was it fluky that they got there? I, I don't think it was fluky. I think they had a better team that's what that I was clicked say. at the right time. But I, losing those pieces I just mentioned, uh -huh. the shooting from Strews, and what Gabe Vincent provided, especially yeah. as a... Remember, he started last Dude. year over Lowry. And even just even on the defensive end, what people didn't think he was going to provide and actually got up in guys, and uh, even with being undersized guard, it was like, nope, didn't matter. Stood his ground and then offensively also attacked and did his thing. So, yeah, I... I, I don't think people are going to be talking about them like that. Um, I think they're also not an organization that gets scared and then makes a move. 
they believe and trust in a lot of their team play. Yes. Did, did I call it Thomas Bryant Thomas Robinson? You did. And I You know why? Why? I combined him and Orlando. Duncan Robinson? No. The other big right behind him, Orlando Robinson. Okay. My bad. Do you know I was looking at the I'm depth looking at the chart check on and what? I was like, wait, why did I miss something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My bad. Thank you. Thomas Bryant, of course, coming over uh from Denver as a free agent. But um So anyway, I think the organization is going to like they have for a while or how they do things is obviously they bank on like their team play what they can develop together blah 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 but you still want to make sure you're keeping everyone happy jimmy butler you want to make your guys happy are we going to see another big nba wow. trade i know we're still waiting for this james harden stuff Whoa. to go down it's you've like got that you've got that lingering and the other star player that gets oh. mentioned who couldn't start making some noise? Embiid. What's well, Embiid? And the, the Embiid Miami thing. Does that come into play at any point? This is the NBA. Mm. It's every offseason something wild it. happens with a star player. I don't always love it, but look, Dame was ready to move on. Yes. Portland did not do enough to put legit talent around him in his prime days. And it came back to bite them. And this never works out well. Like, you don't trade your be your franchise guy and just get better, especially when he's 33 years old. It just doesn't happen. And let's talk about that for a second because that's something that I think we're seeing more and more in the NBA too. Like, when's the right time to part ways with your guy, right? A guy that is still capable of doing so much, um, but at the same time, you're trying to take the organization – into a new direction under a new player or whatever it may be. And I think sometimes the the narrative out there is like, it's so dumb. That guy has so much left to give, to offer on the floor. Like, why would you do such a thing? But I also think if you stay in that relationship too long sometimes, then you get screwed. Someone's sure. getting paid way too much money and they're aging. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But here's where I think Portland messed up. If they were going down this whole, hey, we're going youth, man. We don't even want Drew Holiday. We're going to trade him. Then why did you give Jeremy Grant a mm. five-year deal yeah. worth a shit ton of money? 
what's the point? Like, is Jeremy Grant putting you over? Like, is he make? I don't know. I, I know you need like a combination of some vets with young guys, but when you talk about paying that type of money, I, I'm paying that type of money for a guy like Jeremy Grant when I'm close. When, yeah. when he can put me over the top to win, not to like hang out and be a mentor on a bad team. Yeah. I don't, I just don't get that move. Yeah. No, there's, I, I don't, I think sometimes there's a few of these teams that don't understand their identity or what exactly they want to do. Well, here's a good example. Milwaukee, very smart. Giannis started talking and said, mm, if we don't do things, this isn't going to be my future. What did they do? Oh, shit. Better do something. They got Dame. And whether you think that's the right move or not, it is a move with one of the best players in the NBA. We'll see where it takes them this year, but they're showing that we're willing to make that move. Yeah, it's... And they did it quick. Here's what's interesting, though. If the player's name is not Giannis and... I don't know. Name someone who's not liked in the NBA. Starts pulling that card. Buddy Heald? Well, no, I was thinking like a franchise piece. Oh, oh. It's just people would go at that guy a little bit, but I think it is what oh. Giannis has established credibility by being one of the best guys in the league. He's won. He's won a championship. He could pull that card. And I, I don't think it was ever like a threat. And it wasn't a financial thing either. I think he just really wants to put pressure on this organization to continue to push for championships. Yeah. You know, sometimes the, these organizations, oh, we won our championship. We can kind of milk yeah. it for a little bit. Or maybe we start cutting a little bit. Well, look, I, I don't think Giannis can complain about much. They brought back Brooke Lopez, mm -hmm. who's not young, and they gave him his money. They brought back Chris Middleton, gave him his money, and then they go get Dame Lillard, and they're paying him a ton of money. So they've done it financially. They've been aggressive. And now you look at them with the Eastern Conference, and it's hard to, to put a team ahead of them. I mean, Boston, they're going to be different this year. Mm -hmm. I, I don't... Uh, do you put Milwaukee at the top right now? If you're like, hey, the, the, in terms of rosters that you like right now, they've got a new coaching staff. You add Dame. I think of like KP, Tatum, Brown yep. together. I'm very intrigued. Namias Keita. And Nimi. Just kidding. Love Go Nimi. Um, of, of, that, of that combo and what that's going to bring or show or do. Because I don't, I, like that to me, I don't know what that's going to look like. Where I feel like Giannis, Dame, Chris Middleton, I kind of have a feel of what that is still going to um, look like on the floor. So I guess because I'm going with what I know, I'll go. I'll, I'll lean toward Giannis. Yeah, I'll lean toward I'm with Dame. You. I have Milwaukee number one, and they they finished first in the East last year, which is wild because they got knocked out so fast. Giannis was banged up, and we know how that ended up. Same with Middleton, uh, Boston. It, they're going to be much different. And it's interesting that you look at those these two teams that we talk about. Both these teams, to try to tweak things, yeah. got rid of some key defensive guys. That's interesting. Right? Like, Drew Holiday, we talk about what he does defensively. Marcus Smart, who won Defensive Player of the Year mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, is regarded as like a tough, hard-nosed defensive player. They moved on from him. And you go Porzingis, Right? You're leaning more toward offense. With Dame, you're leaning more into offense. So those two teams, to me, are clearly the class of the Eastern Conference. And then you start looking around the rest of the East. 
Uh, Philly, I'm out. Like, I'm sorry. That's Nick fine. Nurse, I get it. Oh, Kelly Oubre can try to suck you in with those eyes. But the 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 so whole pretty. Harden dynamic, I can't I can't buy into them. Why haven't we been talking about Cleveland? Because I think why haven't we been? I think the second Donovan Mitchell landed uh, in Cleveland, he was itching to get out of Cleveland. And I, I, no, I just don't think you read some of the reports that he doesn't really want to be there long term, and I think that is tough. That's tough, right? I mean, obviously they've got talent with Garland. Um, and Mobley. I mean, they, they have some legit talent yeah. on that team. But I'm talking about trying to win a champion. They're not coming out of the East. You, Fair. Unless, Fine. Or unless you want to bet on Evan Mobley taking a ginormous leap this year, becoming one of the best bigs in the NBA. No. No, no, no. Okay. The Knicks. Yeah. It's just, so it, competitive. Even, They're scrappy. Absolutely. But uh, even with that, like, I'm not sitting here today and going, Randall and Brunson are going to be your duo that yeah. takes this squad to a championship or even to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's interesting comparing conferences, though, right? Because uh -huh. I I literally look at the Bucks and Celtics, if healthy as, like, the class of the East. Then the West, it's just like, oh, you got Denver, and then uh, you can make a case for this team. You can make a case for Phoenix, L.A., Golden State. Oh, could Sacramento be sneaky in the regular season? The West is nuts. Like, yeah. we were just, obviously, we just uh, dropped our podcast with Jerry Reynolds this morning, and we were talking about the Western Conference, and he's just like, it's just stacked. Like, every single, it doesn't matter if you're talking about OKC, like, this, even, even youth, whatever, it is stacked. It is, it's going to be fun. There's so many good players. It's scary. And there's so many good teams. That's the scary part, is when these good players are on actual good teams and they figure it out because you saw it last year. Who were your champions? A good team with a very, I'm just going to say a very good player, even though there was multiple, but Jokic obviously is uh, generational. Great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, senior and former says, what about the Knicks? I mean, I like the Knicks. I just don't, I can't put them above, you know, they're in that, uh, that, that next tier in the East Boston. They've been together now, and then they just shook it up a bit. And that's what's going to be interesting. I think, you know, Porzingis had a bounce back year last year. The, the question with him always is like, all right, is he going to be healthy enough to, to contribute? You know, that's that's what you look at. And then, you know, the Knicks have been always the team that's always searching for, hey, who's that next star player that's going to be available out there? I forgot about Dante DiVincenzo too, just being, and when I, I'm not talking about star <laughs> oh, players, that puts him I, was, I was just thinking yeah. about, you know, like kind of where they're going, what they added, whatever. And it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just not enough. And unless too, this is the thing that I think we experienced from some of these organizations that played some really good team basketball. It was, wow. If you get your shit together, everyone's buying in um, and your co your head coach and your coaching staff have something special to present on the floor that is being executed. You see where that can take you to the next level, even without those big yeah. superstar names. But it's still it's very difficult to execute and to do. I think my biggest concern for Boston is up front, like. Horford, older, is he going to be healthy? Rob Williams, love the guy. Is he going to be, gonna healthy? be healthy? Porzingis, is he going to stay? It's just, it's pretty, it's fragile. It there. is it super is. fragile. But if Porzingis does stay healthy, if it takes some pressure off 
some other bigs. Okay. It could be really interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I think when you looked at the Bucks before this trade today, you went, they're still a good team, but you wondered, like, all right, what's that going to look like? Today, you you firmly put them near the top of the, of the Eastern Conference. And so that's yeah. that's what you want. And you want to have a chance to, to compete. They did that. Yeah. It's weird seeing Dame. It's going to be weird seeing Dame on another team, though. It is. I'm just, but like I said, even in the beginning of all this, I'm like, I'm just so excited to see him back on the basketball floor. Like, I think that's something that is so important with some of these players that either get injured and have their health problems and or go through these other situations where it's like, I want out. So you're not seeing them play all these things. Like even the shit that's going on with James Harden. Like I just, I don't even love his game. I don't even like his style of play, but I think it's just better for the NBA to have him on the floor. The next question I have um, is Jimmy Butler related. We talked about Uh. Miami losing out on Dame. They felt like they were going to get him. Jimmy Butler did go on Instagram today. Yeah. Is Jimmy trolling or is there some something to this? Let's see. All right. Here's what he had to say about uh, today's deal. Yo, NBA, man. Y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him for tampering. Is Jimmy trolling? <laughs> is Jimmy trolling? I feel like he's kind of trolling. Okay, because... Uh, Obviously, we know he's a character yes. when it comes to social media. The uh, other day, shitting on gas prices, saying, I need to go electric. It was great. Funny. Ha ha. He always says shit. That that felt like a little real, but at the same time, well, I, isn't everyone always tampering? One, one more time. Yo, NBA, man. Y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him pretending. Trolling. He's trolling. He's trolling. He's trolling. He had that smirk on his face, uh-huh. right? He's got it. And it's an easy thing to do because the Bucks have gotten dinged for tampering. Remember yeah. the, the yeah, trade yeah. with Sacramento for oh. Bogey oh my God. years back where so it all dumb. fell apart because they were tampering. So dumb. Dude. Hilarious. <laughs> Great bit. Even if it's not a bit. Love it. Tampering, man. He's, yeah. He's... He's a hoot. I, I feel like he's trolling a little bit. And also, you you just mentioned, like, who's who's not? Uh, this league who's not? pretends to care about tampering sometimes. Thank you. It's if you get caught, if you're dumb enough to get caught it's, or put it out there. Don't be obvious. Well, That's the thing. You can't be blatantly obvious ex- with it. Ex- example A, when James Harden is calling Daryl Morey a liar, even in China, and is saying, I don't, tr- or, I don't trust him or whatever. And then they had to clarify things and make sure that it wasn't going to end up getting them in trouble. It didn't, but come on. We're, don't, be, don't be naive. Okay. Ooh. Someone in the <gasps> chat has the, uh, alert us to this. Tyler Hero quote tweeted that and said, uh, the Jimmy Butler thing, yeah. and said what he said. There's some tampering involved. But how would they know so well that there's tampering? Because they, they, wanted, they wanted Dame. Portland wasn't going to give him Dame for Tyler. Tyler Hero thought he was going to play with Dame. They trying. They Get trying out. to rat somebody They're stirring the pot. Stir it. Dude, Bring that spoon. Let's just have fun in conspiracy land for a second. I love this. Fun conspiracy land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, like Not crazy. the weird people thing. No, no, yeah, no. Fun. It's NBA Wars. Not like InfoWars, you know? Oh, my God. Ew. Alex, that was a bad Yeah, Alex we Jones. know what that is. Okay. Gross. Barf. Go. Um, Dude, what if there was tampering and, and all this trade stuff came out? And think about this. Okay. 
Woj broke the story first. Huge subplot to this. Woj breaking the story first, beating Shams. Okay. Who's pretty locked in. And he also beat Chris Haynes, who's locked in with Dane. Ooh. Okay. Woj is connected with the Portland front office. Mike Schmitz is their assistant general manager. Used to work with Woj on ESPN's NBA coverage. They put that out too soon, maybe. And then all of a sudden, it's true that there was tampering and... Trade doesn't happen. That would be insane if the trade didn't happen. And I just got an idea for yeah. this season. I feel like we need a rolly chalkboard for these moments of conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that one can... gif where they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm we'll with get you. Strings and everything. Love mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah, there's all this shit that goes on behind the scenes that we'll never know, blah, blah, blah. Or we'll know because someone gets in trouble. Makes things more fun. But also then it doesn't because then like after you break it down and talk about it and then everyone goes back to their original team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always the most annoying. Like when bo- when that bogey thing did happen. Oh, oh my God. Uh, annoying. Yeah. Um, the Chris Paul Lakers thing all over again. Dude, that that's wild that that was even a thing. Because now you think about all these teams and how they stack up all these guys and yeah. everyone's allowed to. But that- Chris Paul wasn't allowed to go to the Lakers. Yeah. Well, in a weird way, I do like that it's not just a star player getting traded to another big market or like a sure. like, like a Miami, LA, New York situation. It's like he goes from Portland to Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a small market. And yeah. it shows you if you draft right and develop, which they did with Giannis, put things around him, get creative over the years, you're going to put yourself in a situation to be able to land star players in the yeah. future. And yeah. that's what you do. I mean, you th- you even go back to when they got Drew Holiday. They were really aggressive, giving up picks. And they get Drew Holiday. They won a championship after that trade because yeah. they put all that together. So I, I just, I like the fact people get mad that stars are trying to unite and all this stuff. Dude, you put a good team. You, you put yourself... You draft well, you can put yourself in a position to make a deal like this. And that's what it's about. If you're part of a shitty band that travels the country every okay. year. Okay. Like, like name it name one. I well no, I'm I because I'm thinking of more like indie style. But I uh, mean you can go one wow. direction. You can go like one direction. Like they're a shitty band? You're no. offending some of our Okay, I'm not saying but <laughs> my point is, no is one like, likes one you direction. just you wanna be you name one be, one direction song. Um, you know it's funny. I only know my parody that I okay. made up to a One Direction song, so I don't even know the name of it. Ian Mumford and Sons. That's okay. That's my cap. whole freaking yeah. point yeah. was that like you want to be with the better band, so there's going to be times where like you're like, hey, I want to make sure my talents, like my vocals, are being put in the best position for my life. Like you, you live, you die. You might as well try and win a championship or make lots of money or do whatever you want to do in this band. And my point is with these players. I'm totally fine with everyone always just trying to win championships, go where they want to go, be happy, be in whatever city that makes you feel the best, do what you got to do. Sometimes I hope more and more losses come toward them, you know, when they do try these things. But at the same time, like, it's just part of the business. And I think sometimes we want sports to be so pure and everyone to be like, no, you can't leave your city. That Those days are over. Sorry. Those days are over. The dog days are that's a that's a whole different line. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also Dame wasn't 
I think more NBA fans would be rubbed the wrong way with this deal. And maybe NBA fans don't like this deal because, again, two stars aligning, especially of the caliber of Giannis and Dame. I, I think more NBA fans would have an issue if he just landed in Miami because it's like, oh, cool. He demanded a trade. There was smoke about Miami being interested. And he went to Miami. He got what he wanted. There's something for me as an NBA fan today that goes, yeah. The trade they they made the trade that they wanted to make, um, and they in a way they still did right by him by giving him a chance. Okay, sorry, Dame, we didn't send you to Miami, we sent you to Milwaukee, but you get to be paired with one of the best players ever. We haven't even talked about Toronto getting in yeah. all of this. So Mark Spears the other day, our buddy Mark Spears uh, is reporting that Toronto felt like they were the front runner to land Dame, and I'm going, what are they trying to do? Poor Toronto, because they're not close even uh-uh. with Dame. I, I didn't understand that whole dynamic. Toronto is going to be a fascinating team to watch this season because yeah. you got the OG thing that's hanging over them. Like, what's going to happen? You know, he's going to have to get an extension at some point. Are they going to trade him? And there's going to be plenty of teams in the league looking to get him. I, I just, the, the Dame to Portland thing never made sense, or excuse me, the Dame to Toronto thing never made sense to me because I'm like, I, if I'm Toronto, I want to keep OG and Siakam yeah. with Dame. Yeah. But we don't have the. You're not going to. Are you giving up to, Scotty Barnes in that? No. Like I, I, I just didn't get that one. Yeah, I didn't understand it, but obviously once we saw it out there, and then we saw Miami wasn't talking anymore, I was like, ooh, could this be the real thing? Uh, uh-uh, uh, the Bucks just come out of nowhere, and um, I say come out of nowhere, but obviously there's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm glad it wasn't like. I demand here, 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 and right. that's it. It's like no, it's Milwaukee. It's uh. Not the greatest, and when I say this, I'm not saying this because I've never been to You've Milwaukee. Never been there, so but don't like, say it. well, no, what people perceive Milwaukee as is not one of the best yeah. NBA cities, and he's going there. So, how about this in the chat? Someone mentioning it was Devin saying Drew for OG works. Does it? Yeah, does it? We'll take a look at the Raptors' salaries yeah, right now. I don't think uh, OG makes eighteen million, so they would obviously have to throw more in there, and that <sighs> would be Masai going. Yeah, we don't think we're going to keep him. So, hmm. <laughs> uh, Brad says we're all going to be here tomorrow for Drew Holiday trade to Indiana. Ooh, you think what Buddy uh, is going? Buddy in pieces again. It's just yeah. a lot of money to try to combine to to make that deal happen. But Doesn't Buddy still make good money? Like, dude, a Drew Holiday Halliburton backcourt. I mean, good for Halliburton in that mm-hmm. case. Yeah, and I mean, again, but the whole Buddy wanting out of another <laughs> place. It's just so funny when it's like that tier of players. Like, I want out. I think the most shocking thing I learned about Buddy this week. What? Is I didn't realize he's thirty years old now. I was like, I thought, I thought we never knew his age. Well, was that one year we didn't? It just okay. it's just crazy. I, in my head, he was like twenty seven. Yeah, he's, he's 30. thirty. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin in the chat says, "What about Drew to Philly?" Yeah. I, I, again, I mean, what are you trying to do there? I mean, is that gonna? Are you trying Harden? to do a Harden deal in that situation? That doesn't sound good for the yeah. youth in Portland man at all like why would you why no 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 well to sum this up let's talk about how the kings are impacted okay (laughs) because i think that's what people care about um portland at the moment with drew holiday and ayton i mean i think they could be like 
they'd still be tough to play. And it goes to the larger thing we've been talking about is just the West is unbelievably tough. And some people are like, it's not that stacked. I'm like, no, it really is. Because you go up and down, and if these teams are healthy, Hmm. it's hard to figure out who is near the top. Denver, to me, is still the front runner. But after that, a ton of questions. I I just, like, did, did Phoenix, do you think Phoenix got better today? By getting Nurkic to replace Aiton and adding Grayson Allen, they to me, and I think this is fair. They stayed the same ish, right? Like they have, like we said, those three guys, and then a combination of of different level of role players, and um, how they make that all come together. Frank Vogel's got to figure that out, but but yeah, they they've got some solid pieces, whatever. But I don't think they got better today. Yeah, I, I'm just not a big Nurkic guy. I, I think I, know. I think there are a lot of times he gets played off the floor. He's um, like an older big. I, and he's not that old either. When you know I say I mean? an older big too, and I mean like his get his style of game. Yeah, he he moves like a 38 year old big, and he's 28. <laughs> kind of, yeah, and he's 28. And I'm and not no good offense. defensively either. No, so I think that's gonna be a challenge. Uh-huh. But again, it's like, well, you know, like, oh, we got Eubanks, we got Metu, we got Bol Bol, and maybe that's what they're betting on. Sure. And really, what Phoenix is betting on, they're going. Uh, we're going to have three guys that if healthy are going to be better than a lot of three guys yep. in the league. And that's kind of what they're looking at. Like, big three. God, if they would have swung and got Drew Holiday in this deal and had like Holiday, Beal, Katie, like then that would be, sure. That would be insane. I would say, yes, I would yeah. have said they got better today. Correct. So a lot of guard play, but yeah. So. Yeah. The NBA man season's almost here. We're going to be live after Kings media day on Monday, October 2nd. Yes. I think around seven o'clock at night is when it's scheduled. We're going to be live talking media day, talking training camp. There's going to be a shit ton to talk about around the NBA. Buckle up. The content is going to be coming nonstop. We'll be live after every single Kings game. We're going to be live after NBA games this year. A ton of NBA content on our YouTube page. So make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you hit the thumbs up. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us for a bit. Appreciate you guys. We love you, but we gots to go. Bye. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.